The following is a paid program and is meant for educational information only and is the sole opinion of today's sponsors. A full inspection of your situation is suggested before taking any action. Making your home great. Saturdays at 2 on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News, Talk, Traffic. And today, an exciting conversation about your home. Making Your Home Great is where we gather up experts. And we've got Joe Oliveira and Chad Woodworth from Streamline Services. Thank you, gentlemen, for coming in. Thank you. you. Um, We're going to talk about HVAC. Also, Mike and Sue Pale, who are veterans of this show from the Closet Factory. How you doing, guys? Doing great. We're good. Thanks for having us back. I'll tell you what. um, I'm thinking more and more about that garage. Good. My (laughs) garage. I tripped in my garage. Okay. Now, I tripped on debris, and I fell on debris. Okay. You guys need to help us with an organizational, I don't know, intervention. Okay. If you two show up at my house and my wife and i are sitting there on the couches would you just come in and just talk to us absolutely yeah we'd be happy to i mean you you when we say the closet factory it's not just closets it's overall storage yes yeah pretty much every room of the house we have a solution for all right very good let's talk with joe oliveri olivera sorry joe it's all good um of the street of streamlined services what kind of hvac work do you do do you do commercial we primarily do residential but we do do. some like commercial all right i've got a project that needs to happen it's in the garage i have a like a lot of people i've got a garage that's has no hvac right and up above it is that bonus room which we you know we did what we could with it in an amateur sort of way, and finished it off into a bedroom. Sure. We never put in anything on the HVAC. It's a single car garage with an identical room up top. Are people finally realizing that they need to add HVAC to these things? So there's no air in there at all? Nothing. Nothing. My oldest kid liked a cold room. Okay. So we put an air conditioner in there, but... in the winter or in the summer, she didn't mind it. Right. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of different solutions that we could talk about. Yeah, please. I mean, we could, you know, potentially attach to your existing heating and air system and get some ductwork in there. Yeah. To add some to add some heating and cooling in there. Um, another solution would be called a mini split, where you would have a, basically a heating and air system that's designed just for that particular space. Um, a lot of it's just going to depend on accessibility to get from where your heating and air system is currently over to that room or, you know, possibly putting in a mini split would probably be a better solution. Mini splits are really cool. I'm a big fan of the mini splits, especially if it's a smaller area that you're trying to work with, you know, Mitsubishi, there's a few different brands out there that make really good mini splits. Uh, I'm, I'm dealing with current customers that are having the same problem. They have a room above the garage, which is typically the hottest room in the house. Yeah. You get the heat from the garage, it's rising up into that room, and you're getting the heat from the attic radiating down into that room. Uh, so the combination of a, a good air system with good insulation is typically going to tackle that problem. Right. The mini splits you can end up doing for much less than you could a, a full-size unit. 
Uh, so if it's a smaller area, I, w- I would have to agree with him implicitly. I think the mini smith, the mini split's the best way to go. When you call it a mini split, what does that possibly mean? So it's 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 also called a ductless system. So yeah. So basically, there's there's a wall mounted unit and a condenser on the outside, and so it functions just like your traditional heating and air system, but it's not attached to a duct system. So um, you know if you're if there's no accessibility for duct work or your existing heating and air system isn't sized to incorporate that room into it, yeah, we would then you know size a, a ductless system or a mini split for that particular area, and l- like you just said, the um, the mini split would definitely be a more cost effective way to get heating and cooling into that space. They're pretty reliable too. I mean, some of these systems, I've, I've, we've had customers that have gotten 10, 15 years out of out of these things. So they're they're pretty reliable. Well, this is we, the this is the first time we've met. Right. So I didn't hire you to replace my HVAC system. Sorry, three months ago. Okay, okay I'll tell you a story about the the guys who did. They were not the well the. Anyway, they, they they were they were the low bidder on the job. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but when I look at this, I won't hire those guys. But if I brought you in, what kind of work would you need to do? In ter- you say it's ductless. How do I, so? I, I mean, is it? Are you cutting into the wall, the exterior wall? So you you would have a condenser on the outside, right? And then we would run a line set up to that space, just like your traditional system does. But yeah. instead of it having like an air handler or an evaporator coil and furnace, you would just have. There's two different types. There's what's called high wall and yeah. low wall. High walls are going to be your more go to, more what you see all the time. Yeah. And, um, you know, depending on what kind of insulation you have in the space will all kind of dictate what size system is going to be needed. And so it's it's going to function just like your traditional heating and air system. It's just not right. attached to a duct ductwork. There's going to be a thermostat where? In one of the places or in both? In, in, the, room that, in the room that you're having the mini split installed, yeah. there would be a remote that, that comes with the mini split or you could have it wired to a traditional thermostat just depending on what, what you want. And so it's it's I'm, like a two-inch hole that goes through the wall, right, just for the line set? That's right. Yeah, we have one on our garage. I like yeah. actually keep our garage not crazy hot. We don't cool it to 70 or anything, but it keeps the humidity and the mold way down in our right. garage. And when I want to work on the car, it's not, like, painful to do so. That's right. Right. And it's great. I love it. They are great. All right. You're hearing from Joe Oliveira, Chad Woodworth we haven't heard from, but that's all right. There's questions coming for Chad. And also Mike and Sue Pale of the Closet Factory. Direct this to Mike and Sue. I can store two cars in my one-car garage. You can, yeah. We also do uh, car lifts. Um, so you can get an extra parking spot, use it if you want to work on your car. Yes. Um, you have, may have to do some juggling, but you can get two cars in there, which is great if you have a thunderstorm coming through. As long as you don't have six-foot ceilings, we should be right. able to get point. it done. I- I think about this all the time that I could fit another car in there. Now, of course, I got to get rid of the junk. Yeah, yeah, that's a good start. <laughs> you Step can one. help. You can help me with storage solutions in my garage. We can. Yeah, so you get the junk off the floor with wall hung cabinets and or slat wall. So if you can take an inventory of everything in your garage and we find a place for each item. And that yes. clears the floors. So wall-hung cabinets that are uppers, right? So you can swing your doors open still, right? Yeah. So those aren't hitting into the cabinets. Right. And then we'll do tall cabinets uh, maybe at the back of the garage or right up by the, the main garage door 
where you have the full height to use. So we try to make sure that, you know, putting a bunch of cabinets in doesn't work if you can't open the doors and get in and out of your car. So Amen. we have to figure out all those different kind of moving pieces. And your garage floor slopes. So we put our, our units on levelers. It on does? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, it's going to slope away from the house so that if you get water in there, it's not going to run towards your foundation. It's going to run away. I guess so it all makes all sense. That. I guess that all makes sense that it does slope away. Well, it's supposed away. to. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it should slope. <laughs> well, this, well, this explains why none of my bookcases are uh, – they're all wobbly. There you go. They're, they're all leaned forward. Excellent. If you've got some questions today, call up. Whether you've got an HVAC question, a heating and air conditioning question, or if you've got a storage issue, please do dial 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. You guys have been looking at the car lift, haven't you? Uh, well, it, uh, <laughs> I, went out, I went out this last week to actually do an estimate for a customer that had the closet factory do their garage. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know that when I walked in. I was just dumbfounded with, with really how nice it was. And when I asked them, you know, who did the work, and they right. said the closet factory, I said, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, it's funny. We always say once you have us uh, come out, you'll want to leave your garage door open. That's right. You'll be actually proud of what's in there instead of the other. It's funny, my H, my uh, home, what is it, the Neighborhood Watch Association doesn't like that. There's actually a codicil saying you can leave your door open for like an hour, wow. and then you got to close it, which I honestly, I don't like leaving them open anyway because it's junk. <laughs> Michael in Goldsboro, you are on Making Your Home Great. How you doing today? Doing fine, thank you. Good. What's up? Uh, I am a... Uh nine-year cancer patient that is progressively getting worse. I live by myself in a townhome. Yes, sir. And uh, it's about 1,566 square feet. I've got a, uh, a mana system that's 19 years old that's been maintained, but I know it's going to come a day, and I'm wondering, should you replace your system uh, when it breaks or replace it before it breaks and What's the best out there for one level, about a 1,600-square-foot townhome today that is uh, price-worthy? All right, gentlemen. So that's a difficult question to answer. Um, when it comes to replacing it before it breaks, it's always going to kind of be a juggling act on you know budget. And you know if it's, if it's been a troublesome system, then you may want to consider doing it before, before it, it truly dies. No, it's been a good system. Right. And so, I mean, if um, at 19 years old, even if the system is operating properly, there's been huge changes in heating and air conditioning when it comes to efficiency and function um, that you would benefit from the, you know, the change of a new, putting in a new system. If, if the system is working perfectly, the only way that I would be able to honestly answer that question is to have somebody come out and take a look I, at, at yeah. you know, Seeing what well, condition the system's in. This is going to be my dilemma if I make the decision within the next 30 days. Uh, heat pump versus two separate systems. I enjoy two separate systems because one works independently in the winter, the other in the summer. Just your, I just cut your radio show on, so you may have covered this today and I missed it. Michael, you're doing fine with this. I, I, I think the question is, do you convert from one system to the other? Right. Heat pump versus... Like a gas pack, probably. Gas pack. Oh, I yes, got you. 
Right. I mean, it, it just depends on the application. I mean, do you have natural gas there currently? I do. I have natural gas. And your current system is a heat pump? Uh, no, it is not. I had an estimate uh, by three companies this week, and two were pushing the heat pump. And I'm I'm not sure that's the way to go because the heat pump works all season long alone without any help, and surely it'll go down quicker than two separate systems. That's my thinking. I mean, I'm asking you, but I'm just telling you what I feel. Yeah, I mean, I would say that it's very, very rare that a customer would go from a gas, a split gas system to a heat pump. Um, most people prefer the type of heat that they're getting from a gas furnace over a heat right. pump. Um, so I would probably say that that's a bad idea. Michael, are you anywhere where you can grab pencil and paper? I am. All right. I'm the fella, Joe Oliveira, who's been speaking to you from Streamline Services, is going to give you a telephone number, aren't you? You got a telephone number, guys? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> it's going to be 919-598-1000. That's 919-598-1000. Okay. And I want you to call them and get another estimate. All right. Because they're shaking their heads. They're thinking, yeah, maybe that, whoever you contacted may not be leading you in the right direction. Right, right. Okay. Uh, any idea on the best system to put in a home? Are you, best system. I mean, are you, are you talking about brand? Brand. I mean, we saw um, Ream and Train and Daikin. So, I mean, just depending on, on right. budget okay. and situation, you know, we, we kind of cater, cater to each customer differently. So... All right. Um, that's hard to answer. Michael, thank you very much for calling Making Your Home Great. Coming up in just a moment, we'll talk about uh, organizing your life and your closets and storage with Mike and Sue Pale from the Closet Factory. We'll continue talking about HVAC in this hour with Joe Oliveira and Chad Woodworth of Streamline Services. And this is Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great on WPTF, where the telephone number is 919-860-9783. We're going to talk with Rick in just a moment, but I want to talk about storage solutions. A lot of houses I know, this is uh, in my neighborhood, have undersized storage. Is there anything you can do for me? And I'm talking now with Mike and Sue Pale of the Closet Factory. Is there anything that can be done for these under... I'm I'm talking about a master closet that is three phone booths. <laughs> I mean, they're just tiny. Those are our best customers because... Really? Yes. Okay. So what we do is we, we take a look specifically at how you store your clothes, the number yep. of pairs of shoes you have, how much hanging you need, and we design that solution directly around your storage, which is the most efficient way to use that space. And also, if you look at a lot of um, closets, the way they come right now, there's a lot of open wall space. It's usually just a like a hanger across the wall, and then yeah. you see a lot of wall space. So anytime you see any wall space in your closet, it's wasted space. And you're, you're going to guide us away from those wire things, right? We hate those wire things. You hate those <laughs> wire things. Because the last T-shirt in the pile has always got wire marks on it. Yeah, it looks like it was in a, a waffle iron. Yeah, that's, that's foolish. Yeah. But, but again, it, we're talking about a rectangular closet, 15 feet maybe, I don't know, maybe it's less. And 
I don't know, three and a half feet wide. And we've hung things on the opposite wall, that blank wall. Then we can barely get in. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, what do we do? Are you putting in solid cabinets or are you putting in shelves? What you're going to find a lot of times with wire hanging is it's just made for hanging. There's very little fur shelving. So hanging comes out about 22 to 24 inches. So if you put that on both sides of uh, a skinny closet, it's going to be very difficult to walk down the middle of them. Um, but it's very economical to put those that kind of solution in, right? You put one hanging uh, piece of uh, you know wire hanging rack on both sides of either side of the wall, and you're done. Yeah, it goes in super quick. Um, but it just doesn't serve the customer very well. So it serves the homeowner very well. So what we'll do is make sure that we account for how much the clothes is going to hang out on on one side, and right. either put shelving or slat wall on the other side, hang belts or hats or. All of those things because having a lot of storage isn't isn't what we're going for. Having the right storage and having something that's usable that every day when you walk into it in the morning and when you walk into it at night, you smile yeah. for the next 15, 20 years when you're, as long as you're in that house, that's what we're going for. How long does it take you guys to come up with the ideas needed for each particular job? I mean, I'm sure they, they kind of vary up and down depending on the size of the job, but do you try to assess what the homeowner is looking for or do you try to... Say, well, that might not be the most feasible option. I think this option is going to – you're going to better utilize. That's a great question, Brock. Um, I like to say that we're like a closet Sherpa, right? So we're helping them, guiding them through the process, telling them what the options are. Um, We're very different in that we don't just come in and give you a drawing. Here's your design. Right. Here's the price. Uh, Let's make a deal. We're very back and forth. Um, We try to account for budget. One of the first things we do when we walk into the client's home is say – Here's a ballpark for this space. You know, we want to make sure that we're a good fit for each other. Our ranges can be incredibly different from something that's very function first to something that's just over the top glamorous. We can do both of those, and it's really a matter of finding out what the client wants. But because we have a factory, we can we can do either end. And we're just we want to get every client to go with us so we know that they can be taken care of. We don't really care what the price of each project is. Well, and I, and I want our listeners to key in on that that specific word he just said, factory. Now, that means you're fabricating a lot of your own materials in-house. Is that accurate? Yeah. We have um, 8,000 square feet of our facility in Apex is manufacturing, and it's state-of-the-art um, CNC router technology we use state-of-the-art uh, uh, 3D drafting software that allows our client to see a rendering of exactly what they're going to get. It does the pricing for us. Our pricing is not just made up. It doesn't end in a round number because we just took a swag at something. The pricing for our parts yeah. is what it costs to make this material, and we come up out with a price that's just what our price is. We don't overinflate and then give a great crazy discount. I've got Rick in Raleigh on the line. Thank you, Rick, for calling us up. How you doing? Hey, yeah, I just wanted to uh, make sure I got their number, 919-598-1000. That is correct. Streamlined services. Yeah, so uh, this ductless heating air air conditioning unit. Yeah. Uh, I got a house. uh, It belongs to my church. Uh, uh, The old rud gas pack is on it right now, and... uh, a lot of the vents under it have collapsed. It hasn't been used in quite a while. So the ductless system, you put it in one area of the house, basically. Typically, it's hung on the wall, and it's it's designed for a, an open space. I got you. Okay. 
so because uh, I got a hallway and I have three bedrooms, and the den is pretty big, you know. But what I'll do is probably touch base with you next week, give you a call, and get more information on it and pricing, okay? Sure. Hey, Rick, thanks a lot, Dave. Okay? Rick, thank you very much, and I yeah, do you recognize your voice, Rick. You are. Yeah, you know who I am. He well, is the luckiest caller. man yeah. in America. Can I tell yeah. the story? Hey, yeah, you can tell him, man. Thank Rick, you. I, Rick, we call him. Okay, we call him lucky. Thank you, Rick. Call him lucky. He's been hit by lightning twice, and was attacked by a bear at his house. Wow! In Wake County, and he's what? here to here to ask us questions today. And so that's an impressive story. That's that's totally amazing. Sarah in Hillsborough, thank you very much for calling us up. How you doing, Sarah? Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on? Good. So I'm a ringer. I've worked for Sue and Mike for 13 years. You what? A, you worked, worked for Mike? For oh, my gosh. Mike. Well, that's all right. We won't hold it against you. <laughs> but I just wanted to call in and talk about... Um, how great of a job they've been doing with the current situation to keep us protected and keep all the employees protected. Yeah. Make sure that we keep the clients safe too. So I've really been impressed with everything they've done. What did they do for you? So, you know, Mike um, is an engineer. Well, both of them are and likes to be prepared. So he was talking about this virus when the rest of us were like, Oh my gosh, leave us alone. Um, and, it turns out he was smart to think ahead and started thinking about um, cleaning procedures. And, you know, we went to mostly working from home and doing our appointments remotely. Right. Um, I have an install coming up where I've got two spaces being done. Mm-hmm. And we actually have two entrances so we can keep even our installers separate from each other. Um just to try and keep people as safe as possible. I feel like Sarah's going to ask her a raise. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I think she deserves it. Yeah, maybe deserve it. <laughs> Sarah, thank I, you very I'm much. Responsible for my own raise. So. <laughs> Good answer, Sarah. Well, she's prepared to earn it. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Have a good day. She says, what good promotion I do for you on the radio. And we'll talk. Yeah. I'd like our listeners to know that Streamline Services, you know, these guys don't just specialize in, in heating and air conditioning. They mm-hmm. they do full plumbing. So if yes. any of our listeners out there have any questions in, in regards to plumbing concerns or uh, anything like that, please feel free to give us a call as well. And we've got another half of the program coming up in just a moment. Making your home great. Have a question about your home project? Call now, 919-860-9783. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Phone lines are now open, 919-860-9783. Making Your Home Great features myself, Dave Alexander, and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Every week we're here talking about stuff. Uh, Next week... Wait a minute. Next week, I should. Pre- Next week was pre-recorded, Dave. It we just did that a few we minutes ago. That's right. Eddie Casanave, the Kitchen Casanova from Distinctive Remodeling, and Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. You're right. I did just forget what I finished with half <laughs> about an hour half ago. an hour ago. Yeah, it's a, uh, details, details. Joe Oliveira and Chad Woodworth are here from Streamline Services. And Mike and Sue Pale from the Closet Factory. Any questions about plumbing or HVAC? 
please do call us up. Any questions about storage issues, please call us up because Mike and Sue are ready to answer your questions. Uh, I kind of gave the plumbing in short shrift because I, I, I just did. Sorry. Chad's the guy to talk to about plumbing. Chad, plumbing is either working or not. Do people upgrade their plumbing? They do. And I think um, a lot of people um, just aren't familiar with options that are available to them. What are they? Oh, anything. I mean, any, anything that's out there is available. I mean, from quality drinking water yeah. uh, right at your home, never having to buy bottled water again. Um, can provide same type of water coming right from a faucet using your city water. Okay, so think back on the last customer who did this. What, what was their situation? Were, was it an off taste or an off color, or did they just say, no, I, I, I want it as healthy as possible? Yeah, so there's a lot of different reasons. Uh, some of it's going to be just what the you know the municipality is putting in the water, and people yeah. are concerned about that and you know long-term health effects. Or discoloration, you know, coming from a private well, um, or just simply doing their part to save the environment and get rid of the plastic bottles uh, that are being dumped everywhere all the time. So, now what kind of system helps with this? So, if you have, um, you know, poor drinking water and you're wanting to kind of beef up the system, does that mean we're having to replace all the pipes under the house or do some sort of water filtration system? Uh, so a uh, point-of-use filtration would be a perfect application for that, and an RO system or reverse osmosis. Um, just a, a separate little faucet that goes right next to your kitchen faucet and really gives you um, you know, pretty clean water and bottled water quality right from that tap that's produced from the water that you pay for. So. Is it that it filters it out, or does it add something or subtract something some way? Yeah, it filters it out. Filters? Yeah. Okay. Elizabeth in Lillington joins us right now on the line. Thank you, Elizabeth, for dialing 919-860-9783. Hey, Elizabeth. Hello. What's up? I have a problem with my gutters. You? I have not been able to find anyone that will come check them out. I've had them cleaned. You have what? A problem with my gutters on my home. Gutters on the home. So we do have a, a, a service that comes onto our show, RoofWorks. Yeah. Uh, RoofWorks not only works on roofing application, but they also specialize in gutters. Uh, I've personally sent out a few of my customers in the last few weeks that were getting a lot of water under the house to uh, RoofWorks to have them come out and give estimates for gutters. I highly recommend looking them up. Uh, the name of their company is RoofWorks, and Works is spelled W-E-R-K-S. Can you hear me okay? We can, yes, Elizabeth. I'm having problem hearing you. Okay, Elizabeth, this is what we're going to do for you. Elizabeth, I want to put you on hold. Okay. And then I want the fellow who's going to pick up with you to get your telephone number, and I will call you at the end of this show to give you the telephone number for RoofWorks. Okay. Because I don't know that any other talk show does this, but let's go ahead and do it because giving you their number might be confusing. Uh, I cannot find anyone that will come check them out. They are definitely not working right. They're not working right. The water pours onto the ground. Uh, yes. Yes. All right, Elizabeth. Thank you. Give the telephone number to the nice gentleman who's going to pick up the line. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Elizabeth. You know, you got to over serve, right? 
Absolutely. It's it's not. You'll never do, regret that. Doing doing your best is now. I got to write. I got to remember it. By the way, Roofworks. If you wanted to call them, nine one nine eight five two two six six zero. Now, if I wanted to call Mike and Sue at the Closet Factory, what would I call? You'd call nine one nine seven seven three eighty nine ninety. I'm not going to look at your website right now, but your website is? It's closetfactory.com. Closetfactory.com. And what would I see? What are the projects you're very proud of? Uh, it's a great question. Um, we're, we try to be proud of every project, um, but we have a lot of good examples of closets, home offices. It, I think the way to lo- look at our website is as a, an idea board and yeah. find the things that you like, that you see. And we actually – there is an idea board built into the website. So as you're going through, you can kind of click off pictures. Yeah. And then when you meet with our design consultants for a free consultation, you can bring up that list of things and say, oh, in this picture, I really like this valet rod. Or in this picture, I really like the finish color. Uh, and then you can kind of build up what, what exactly you want that solution to be. That is literally how my wife utilizes Pinterest. Yeah. She every day I come home, she's got three or four new photos. Of, Look, I like this, and I, I, I like that. So it's a brilliant idea. It really helps guide people in the right direction. I'm thinking of aging in place, not just on the radio here, but <laughs> in my home. You guys uh, deal with this issue, don't you? That as people get older, they don't want to reach up to that third shelf. Yes. Yeah. We um we have quite a few um options that can cater to that type of uh, design one of the most popular is uh, we have what's called a wardrobe lift it's actually a rod that you can pull down towards you so if you have tall ceilings or if you're short like myself um, or if you're in a wheelchair uh, you just reach up grab a pole and that rod can pull down towards you brings that whole rod down closer Uh, to you brings down the hanging shirts Mm -hmm. yes we've used it for folks that like sue said were that have been in a wheelchair um, and they just want to be able to get to their second row. Right. Or if someone has very tall ceilings, um, we can actually put a third row hanging up there, which is just an amazing amount of storage. And actually, oh, that's great. One of my wheelchair clients, um, she wanted to be able to reach, like she could reach the shelves. She wanted the shelves low and the yeah. hanging high so she could just get everything off of her shelves from her chair and then just pull the hanging down towards her. And there's also things like making sure that we accommodate ADA requirements, 36-inch wide openings and, and pathways for wheelchairs. Um, there's a lot of things you have to factor in. So because we use this design software, we can do a top-down view and make sure that we're kind of account- accommodating all those things. If you do something to make it accommodating to somebody in a wheelchair, you have to follow certain specs? Well, we don't have to because it's not a commercial installation. The client can do whatever they want. Right. But we really strongly suggest that people don't make decisions that they're going to regret later. We really want clients to be really happy. So we actually make clients sign off. If you're doing something that's just very different than our norms and our standards, yeah. we're like, this is, we really don't think this is a good idea. I don't want you to you know, say, oh, we didn't warn you. So please, you're going to have to sign off that you're, you're okay with this. Like, for example, drawers that are up to 60 inches tall. Yeah. You have to be about seven feet tall to use a drawer that's that tall. Yeah. But if a client really wants it and they want they, – that's what they want, then we're, you know, we're the servant of the client. But we just want to make sure we're, you know, we're guiding them correctly. Well, let's shift gears a little bit. So I'm sure we've all noticed over the last, last couple of weeks it's either been rainy or it's been hot. Yeah. We are just now starting to move into the hot part of the year. Um, a lot of my clients are calling us out to beef up their insulation, right? right? 
and and I try to have the same conversation with everybody uh, that insulation might not necessarily be the only thing needed to to achieve what you're going for. Right. Insulation and HVAC they work hand in hand. Absolutely, you have to have one. You have to have both. Right. If you just have one, it's not going to work. So when I go out and do an energy assessment on a home, we do energy audits. I'm trying to determine, A, what's the insulation looking like, and B, how efficient is your system? Do you guys come out and do checks on on uh, residential properties, commercial properties, to test how well the air conditioner is working and whether or not any tweaks are needed or even replacement is needed? I mean, that's exactly what a service technician does. I mean, during our preventative maintenance, our service techs are coming out to make sure that the systems are, are running the way that they're designed to run. And if the, if it's not, then they can make suggestions on what kind of repairs would be needed or if it's at the point where making, you know, having a conversation about replacement is the right way to go, that's when they, they would, you know, be educated on that point. Well, and we have – I have customers ask me all the time, well, how do I know if my system is running efficiently? And, you know, there's so many different ways to, to, to achieve that. I try to give them a layman's term answer uh, that uh, – and, and you obviously would know this. Essentially, whatever your system is set on, the air coming through the vent should be a variance of 10 to 15 degrees right. uh, of what it's set on. So to put things into perspective, if you're running your air conditioner and your thermostat is set on 72 – the air coming out of the vent should be in the low 60s, high 50s. Right. That's to cool your house down to 72 before the system shuts off. Right. If it's blowing out at 72 degrees, this can take all day, if ever, right. to reach that. So an efficient system means it's going to run less. Well, not really. I mean, these systems are actually designed to run for longer periods of time. Um, you know, they're just doing it more efficiently. They're, they're primarily working on conditioning the space and removing hu- humidity. And so even though, you know, the, the mindset of I want my system to shut off as quickly as possible, we want to make sure that we have enough l- runtime in order to make the space truly comfortable, remove as much humidity as we can before that unit says, hey, I'm good. I'm going to go ahead and shut off. And these are some of the newer units that Correct. they're building now for, built specifically for efficiency. Correct. And those okay. are variable speed probably, right? Yeah, variable speed. There's multi-stage compressors. I mean, there's a, a bunch of different things that are out now compared to the systems of 20 years ago. And so there's there's a wide, wide range in efficiency and a wide, wide range cost-wise, wide, wide range in brands. I mean, there's there's a lot that we could talk about during, you know, the conversation about replacement. I don't think electricity costs are going down anytime soon. No, so not. I think if we no. can avoid our the, the consumption, if we can cut down on that consumption, that's how we, we attack that problem. There are two myths about HVAC, and I don't know whether they're facts, and I think they're myths or the opposite way around, but I have a house that has a second story, and I have this is what people in my family have done for generations. They've shut off the vents upstairs. No one's living up there. Is that a good idea, gentlemen? No. No. So so it's a myth. I'm not saving anything, am I? No. No, I mean, your, your system is designed to condition that entire space. Assuming that the system is sized correctly. It is, it's desi- yeah. It's designed to condition that entire space. So if you're if you're shutting the vents off upstairs, you're, you're maintaining heat upstairs, and that downstairs unit is is working extra hard. Yeah. And so for one, if you're going to force that air to go elsewhere, it's going to satisfy the thermostat too quickly and then that unit's going to have to come on more often. You could have humidity, right? 
problems? You yeah, humidity exactly. problems as exactly. well. The difference between temperature would cause my humidity problem if if, if, if it runs too short. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Second one is, well, we're leaving for a, a day. We're going to the beach. We're leaving for a day. We can just go ahead and turn that thing way way up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna leave the thermostat at the right temperature. We're gonna do something else. We're gonna make it artificially warmer in the house. Sure. And then it takes forever to heat back up or to cool back down. Yeah. So I mean that that's not you you can do that within reason. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't go five degrees more than what your standard design temperature is for. But I mean there's solutions around that as well. Wi-Fi capable thermostats. Yeah. And you know that way you're not having to sacrifice coming home to a hot house or a cold house. You can do everything remote. I can get on my smartphone. Yep. Ooh. Well, and, and honestly, location of thermostat plays a variable. So uh, yeah. a, a story from this last week, I had a, a homeowner reach out to us, very high utility bills. Yeah. When I showed up to the home, the home is two years old. The installation in the attic was nearly as tall as I am. The wow. air conditioning system was uh, an outstanding system. It was one of the large train units. She was getting great airflow throughout the house, but yeah. she said her system never shut off. Well, if it has excellent insulation and the system is the right size for the home, why is it not shutting off? Right. Well, she had a standard Honeywell thermostat in a hallway right underneath a giant uninsulated hole in the ceiling where the pull-down ladder to the attic yeah. is. Mm-hmm. We came in and installed a $120 attic door cover. Her bill went down 40%. Wow. wow. Sometimes it's something really small. But that's why having a company like Streamline come out and run tests on your HVAC or an energy auditor to yeah. come out and run a test, it yeah. could be a quick fix. Okay. Sounds good. This is Making Your Home Great. Who's in studio today? Mike and Sue Pale of the Closet Factory. Joe Oliveira from Streamline Services. Also, Chad Woodworth of Streamline Services. And you just heard that advice from Brock Emmons. Of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Any questions for anybody, got to call up now. 919-860-9783. This is Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic and Making Your Home Great. Every Saturday at 2 o'clock. The telephone number is 919-860-9783. Joe Oliveira, an HVAC expert. Chad Woodworth, plumbing expert from Streamline Services. Any questions for these guys, dial that number. Also, Mike and Sue Pale of the Closet Factory. And I want to talk about working from home. You can build my space out so that it, it works. And it doesn't just look like a table moved yes. against the wall. <laughs> yes, I mean, what do you build up? What do you do? So we're we're finding that a lot of our clients are suddenly working from home, and yes. and maybe a little bit more than they used to. Maybe they did, but now or they have children that are also working from home, and they're stuck working at the kitchen table or off the coffee table. Yep. So we can find extra space almost anywhere in the house of a guest bedroom um, or any open wall space and we can build a, a home home office that is built to kind of look like it's built with a home matches the home cabinetry matches yeah. the style of the home and we can set that up just like we take inventory in closets 
we can set that up around how they work, how many workspaces they need, how many computers. Um, are they left-handed? Are they right-handed? We've done some neat, like, T-shaped ones where yeah. you could have uh, a workstation on either side of a peninsula. And then you can either have, like, the husband and spouse both, or the husband and wife both working there. Or um, you can have the kids being helped with homework on one side of the table and the parents on the other. Yeah. So it really depends on what the client's looking for. But um, there's a lot, of things, a lot of things you can do instead of just trying to find something at a, you know, pre-built piece of furniture that doesn't really fit, doesn't really look the way the rest of the house does. And they don't really cost that much more than getting something that's, uh, you know, equivalent quality made piece of furniture. We're not going to be much different. As much time as we're spending at home nowadays, I mean, this is a hot topic. A, yep. a lot of us have had to work from from the home. And, and again, I always recommend our, our listeners go to their website. They have they have so many great photos of finished uh, home office spaces that they've already uh, already done. And, you, and guys, you can find that at closetfactory.com. Up at the top of the screen, just select Home Office and take a look at a lot of these photos. They, they do really high-quality work, definitely something to take a look at. Yeah, right. if I could just mention Thank something you. really quick. First time I've seen the, uh, the website and absolutely beautiful work. Uh, oh, thank it's you. Gorgeous. So. Did you see the garage? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> amazing. You know what it looks like? Uh, honestly, it looks better than, but it looks like what I imagine every NASCAR driver has. Now, as it turns out, we've seen the inside of some of the NASCAR booths. You know, they're little bays. They don't have much there. But what you have is what somebody who's serious about their garage work, you've got a picture of that on your website. Yeah, I, again, I would suggest, like Brock said, go check out our website. You can see the kind of stuff that we do. And if there's something that, that strikes a chord, let us know. Um, but, you know, we'll do like the uh, the epoxy. Uh, it's actually a resin uh, floor, which is very different than getting like an epoxy at a home goods store. Yeah, that suffers from tire pickup. So you'll put it down, and then after a month or two, your hot tires will be pulled into the garage, and you'll start peeling that stuff back off of the the concrete. So yeah, it's at a much lower price point. The stuff you can get at a home home improvement store, but you're going to have to do it again. So the stuff we use actually chemically bonds to the concrete. And yeah, we have it in our garage at at, at the house, and it's honestly it's one of the nicest floors in our house. It's just – it's beautiful with a chip on coating. It really is. And it, it resists oil. Everything. I mean I, I change oil myself on my cars and I spill oil on the floor. I don't even care. I'll get it when I get it because it comes right up. And if you're a, a, a sports fan or a car fan, you can – we can color coordinate. color coordination. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, purple right. and yellow, red and black, you know, uh, Carolina blue, Duke yeah. blue. We can do all those different You don't things judge. Like You'll no, do we them don't all. judge. No, we didn't go to any of those. So, I, hey, you're not <laughs> ruffling our feathers at all. That's Mike and Sue Pale of the Closet Factory. I was talking about the myths about HVAC, and you guys came up with a, with a good kind of sideline during the commercial break. You know, in my house, we have a gas log assembly you know a little fireplace we run that the thermostat is right across the room right there's a way to work of course the the heat goes haywire because the house thermostat thinks that it's 95 degrees everywhere in the house right but there's a way to work around that how do we do that so i mean there's a couple of different solutions um there's thermostats that have remote sensors that we can use um there's obviously relocating the thermostat as an option but the the most painless way to go about it is a thermostat that has remote sensors that can take priority over the thermostat when 
you know, obviously, if, if that's a situation, we can program that sensor to, to take priority over the thermostat. I want some logic in my house. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, just one room declaring itself to be in charge of the whole temperature <laughs> right. is dumb. Now, I had a I had a situation, it's remediated now, but where the one room that was near the HVAC equipment outside, that one room was a lot colder when the air conditioner is running. Right. Is that typical? So... It depends on the duct work. I mean, if your yeah. if your duct design is poor and there's there's no way to balance out the airflow, it it's very common because it's it has the shortest run. And so, if that is a problem that could be fixed, yeah. if if you know replacing duct work is one one route, or if the duct work is okay, being able to install dampers and be able to balance out that airflow is another solution. I mean, there's there's a lot of different workarounds that we could ad- adjust that problem. Or fix that problem, I should say. Yeah, I've seen the HVAC system in my house. Is the uh, the black ductwork the big thing that looks like a from a science fiction monster movie? Is that quality stuff? So that that's a tough one. Um, is it builder quality? That's uh, that's a term I've learned on this show. Yes, yeah, so, I mean it depends on what the R rating that's actually on the ductwork. So I mean, there's there's they make new the latest and greatest ductwork. That looks black as well. So I yeah. mean, it just depends okay. on how old it is. And um, twenty-two years. So yes, it's it's needs to be replaced. Does it really? Probably. Absolutely. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. You'd be surprised how many different types of ductwork there are out there. So I'll bet, and I'll make this quick because I know we're we're coming at the tail end of the show here. But you know, I I had never seen. Uh, black plastic wrap ductwork in right. an attic anywhere in the country i've done insulation until i got here in north carolina yeah most ductwork you find in an attic is silver or it should be that's a radiant barrier wrapped it's designed for high heat environments black plastic is designed for moist damp environments which is why you primarily find that in a crawl space or yeah. where you should right yeah i, I when i lived in yankee land the only Duct work was metal. Yeah. I don't. I, it's old I, school condensation. Old school. old school. Why? I mean, you're you're trying to avoid condensation. Is that what? Uh, you definitely want to avoid condensation, whether it's in your attic or your crawl space. Uh, no, those old metal core uh, uh, duct work would always have a large problem with condensation. They used to be wrapped with batted insulation, and you'd always have that insulation falling off of it right. after a period of time. So, no, the stuff we got today, flex duct, uh, much higher quality. It's kind of like having a cold glass of water sitting That's on, right. a, on a counter, right? That water gets exactly. generated because you have very cold air in the duct, and then it's going to go somewhere. Right. All right. Joe Oliveira and Chad Woodworth of Streamline Services. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. We've got Mike and Sue Pale of the Closet Factory. Thanks again. Thank you. It's always a pleasure, guys. This is Making Your Home Great. Um, coming up next week, thank you, Brock, for reminding me, Eddie Casanave and Brian Finch, they're not taking phone calls because we've pre-recorded the 4th of July program. We'll see you in a couple of weeks on Making Your Home Great.